Anime Fish Titties. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I am your host, John, and joining me tonight we have our old senpai, Alex. I'm so ready to start this recording. <laughs> we have our chivalry of Shota's, Shotaro. Hi, by the way, my favorite moment in anime is Britney Spears' Break the Ice animated music video. And we have our Wizard of Wait What, Chinoda. I finally beat Shadow of War, and now I'm finally playing Assassin's Creed Origins. It's been no hell of a time. No one cares. Fuck you. I no, want this. This is not... this. All right, first of all, if you're going to talk about anime games, that's great and all. But this is not an anime game. <laughs> what is Shadow of War? What is that? Um, Assassin's Creed. I don't, I mean, not I don't actually know. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's the, the Middle Elf, Middle, 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 elf. middle <laughs> Earth games. I don't, Elves, Wolves, Loader, I don't, I don't deal with that. I don't dabble in the Mystic Arts. I'm sorry. Anyway, the topic for tonight is our favorite moments in anime, aka kind of like a nostalgia cast, because something we were planning was a nostalgia cast. L- little peek behind the scenes there until someone fucked us. Um, they shot Shit! Hey, no, we were not going to throw him under the bus. He's not going to find out about this, guys. No, he won't. And to start off the topic, I would like to talk about um, a lasting anime moment, which would be anime fish titties. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to recreate this podcast because anime fish titties is uh, something... It is a scene that has stuck with me for over 10 years. And um, it's from an anime called Blue Submarine Number 6 which is something I rewatched when it came onto Crunchyroll about a year ago. And before, prior to that, I've only seen it one time, which was in second grade. And the one thing I remember about it was anime fish titties. So it was imperative that I rewatched these this series. And I, I actually really liked it. It's very political. And um, it's worth it's a bad watch. CGI. It, it, yeah. Except the CGI. Don't mind it. It's super terrible. Something you'd expect from the early 2000s. But anime fish titties. And... To me, you know, as a young second grade child, I, I've i never seen such a thing in my, in my life, you know? Anime fish titties. Like, holy shit. And every time I think about Blue Submarine number 6, all I think about is that. And then also the super crazy story. If you're into, like, um, kind of tilt, tilt your head, put everything you know into perspective, and then fucking flip that around, go watch it. It's great for that. Anyone yeah, seen I mean, it it's, other than it's, Alex? It was, it's got a political bent to it. It's kind of like a, almost like a conspiracy story, so... It's it besides the anime fish titties, which is very memorable. Um, it, the whole thing is worth a watch to me. But as you say, like just pay no attention to the shitty city shit, shitty CG. Yeah, the shitty CG. The You mentioned that you you hadn't seen anything like that before. You probably hadn't seen anything like that before, and you probably haven't seen anything like that since either, have you? I mean, anime fish titties. No, unless you count like that one hentai. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who knows what i'm talking about anyone who knows what i'm talking about knows what i'm talking about they know I'm anime sure, fish titties i'm sure you've seen actual anime titties since then but not anime no no fish i mean titties. well technically i guess she's not a fish so you're kind of right in that perspective what the shit? i thought she was a fish now you're telling me she's not a fish what's that supposed no to not be? from uh not not from blue sub number six i'm talking about the thing that all those perverts know oh okay we're not going to mention it nope because i actually don't remember the title of it but all I have to say is horse, octopus, and then whale. Yep. That's all. Yep. That's all you need to know. My brothers out there will know. Horse, octopus, whale. 
Moving on. Google it. <laughs> Another, uh, don't, don't. Don't Google it. Google please. it. Google it when mods are asleep. Don't. We here at Anime Club After Dark do not condone. Uh, what are we not condoning? I don't even know what we're not condoning. Horse sex. Condone. I don't know. Condone and not condone like that. I mean, I never told you to illegally look up hentai with keywords horse, octopus, and killer whale. Never. I never condoned that. I never said go go to hentaimama.com and <laughs> look look for those things. I'd never condone this. You're digging your grave even deeper, man. <laughs> I mean, anime fish titties. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Alex. Yes. What is, uh, what is a very memorable moment of anime for you? Uh, well, the what, first one I want to talk about is um, from a show that I know you've watched, John, and I know you like it. It's called Initial D. <laughs> And it's the very first time you see a Kansai Drifto. <laughs> and that Nani? the fucking uh, Euro, the Eurobeat kicks in. And it's <laughs> oh, dude. fucking running in the 90s. <laughs> and it's the shittiest CG you've ever seen in your life. But it's so hype. Initial D is one of those shows. Like when I first saw Initial D, for nostalgia's sake, uh, I do. The one thing I remember clearly is the Eurobeats. Like, you know, running in the 90s, Streets of Fire. Freaking uh, around the world. Yeah. Oh man. Great OP. That that OP around the world is a really good OP. One of the best in the nineties, I would say. It's also by Leah, who uh, does. I believe she does Euphonious. No, that was Euphonious. What is Leah does something that I know of? <laughs> something. I have to look it up later. Yeah. She does music from early two thousands as well. Yeah. It's. But yeah, when you think Initial D, you just think Eurobeat, right? Exactly. It's just like Eurobeat intensifies this. It's like oh shit. And shitty CG. Have a fun, and yeah, don't watch third stage. That too. Actually, That's another thing I remember. Don't watch third stage for many reasons, but yes, definitely the CG. God, it was so bad. Thank you. But uh, first D. stage, first stage, second stage, fourth stage, go watch. Yeah. And I did they ever animate a fifth stage? Yeah, or was that they, an, they animated fifth stage too, but I think it was like I an OVA. I don't remember watching it, so I can't say. It's the okay. fourth stage. The music is pretty in good. it was really good. <laughs> the hero beat. Yeah, definitely. Like when you think initial D, you think Eurobeat, and the first time you hear it, that I'll never forget that when that first kicks in, you hear, you see the first Kansai Drifto, and it's like, oh man, I, st- I still love it. One thing about initial D that really grabs me is also the like the absurdity of how they drift and how they yeah. race. It's like, oh, the Hachiroku is so balanced that he actually controlled the weight of the car and went over the gutter and drifted in the gutter. It's like, oh shit, dude! Bakana! The hatch! Bakana! He's going too fast! He'll never make the turn! It's like, it's it's great. It's so good! It is so unique. There is nothing like Initial D in my mind. And there's so many different animes to this day that still parody Initial D. Like the one seen in last season. Or, like, uh, to me, another one would be, like, Lucky Star, when oh, they had yeah. parodied the Initial D. Like, it's straight up from the Initial D series. It's exactly. so funny. They even use the same uh, music. <laughs> they do Eurobeat. They do. And that's what's great about, you know, like, shows like this, where they just have aspects or elements or just, like, a single scene where you're just like, I can remember this forever. And when I think of Initial D and I say forever, I think of Forever Young, which is another <laughs> song they use, and it's really great. Forever Young, We're Born to Run. Yes. Forever love and fun. Forever together. Forever. All right, moving on. Show. What is your uh, anime nostalgia? Well, since I haven't been watching anime for that long, my nostalgia is not gonna be uh, from not that long ago. But 
I decided to talk about uh, when Aaron's mom gets eaten in Attack on Titan in the first episode, which I thought was a really great scene. It was like the only maybe question mark anime where I cried in the first episode because I'm like, I never get invested in characters, even if they all die in the first episode. I'm like, I don't care. Like, who are you? But then just how they did that scene and then just like the slow motion twisting of the head and then like Aaron just like like throwing a tantrum over the shoulders of the other guy. And I'm like, damn, I am done. How dare you? How dare you forget Hannes? How dare dare you forget his name? Honey. Hannes. There's I, a reason I totally why I forget him that I'm not going to say, but... <laughs> I, I agree that Attack on Titan, when I first watched the first episode as well, because I, I watched it before I read it, that, that it's a very focal scene, and it's Aaron's, like, raison d'etre, you know? It, it's what moves him to become so good, and it's so just... So good. He never becomes That's so something <laughs> that you would, like... You know, the entire time, something so terrible is happening, and it will happen in slow motion, like, for the rest of his life. He replays it in his head like that. You know, that's how traumatic that event is. That's what I really like about that scene, because there are a couple more, like, holy shit moments in Attack on Titan, which, like, I will never forget happens. Definitely, but yeah. that is definitely one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it happens in, like, the first seven minutes. I know. It happens so fast. Like, I love how they just hit you with that amazing moment straight off the bat. And, like, in the manga, it, like, obviously, it wasn't as impactful. Like, so I give a lot of credit to Studio Wit for animating it and directing it really well. It was a, just overall, it's a really well-produced uh, show. But that scene was really good in particular. So, yeah, and actually, I, I kind of, it's kind of off-topic, but I don't view his mom's death as a raison d'etre. I think he has, like, motives. But, anyway, that's what I was going to talk about. I kind of want to argue here that uh, actually he does, at least in the beginning. Only the beginning. But, you know, there's uh, more later to it. I could go you... in, like, a long, really in-depth uh, explanation <laughs> as to why not, but that would this is... be a long time, so. <laughs> this is not the Attack on Titan cast, which but, failed miserably. But can it be, though? <laughs> oh, no. no. We're not. We're not, not doing that. <laughs> no, okay. We're going to move on and place it to Chinoda. What is your anime nostalgia moment? Okay, so I'm going to be a little bitch and I'm going to cheat. Instead of from the anime specifically, it comes from the Abridged series. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. I guess. Brace yourselves, people. Bitches love canon. Those words. <laughs> those very words. Okay. It's not marked. what I thought you were going to go for, but okay. Wait, what did you think I was going to go for? No, I'm not. No, no, no. no screw you. I want to know now. Fuck you. No. Tell me. No, no. We're moving God. on. What, bitches. <laughs> you you need to move on, Chinoda. All right, we're going to skip Chinoda. We're going to no, go back to me. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Please disregard Chinoda. He actually doesn't exist. <laughs> continue, Chinoda. Please continue. Hey, John. Who's Chinoda? Oh. Who's? <laughs> what are you saying right now? <laughs> Chinoda doesn't exist as canon. <laughs> oh. Every time we say Chinoda, I'm going to blur it out, by the way, on the podcast. Jesus Christ, I don't know if that's going to be impressive or really salty. Well, it's going to be great. It'll be impressively salty. There there you go. Anyway, oh. we're going to move on. Chinoda, please explain. Elaborate. Basically, as soon as I heard that, I was like, holy shit. That's amazing. 
that's going to be just one of those lines that's going to stick around in the community. Anyone who's watched it or heard it, it's just one of those things that gets your spirit going. And at the same time, it's just a fantastic memory of younger times, of just laughing at an abridged series. And I honestly have always loved it because of that. Do you actually want to mention what abridged series this is from? Oh, I thought I did. <laughs> Helsing Ultimate Abridged. Okay. Done by uh, Team Four Star. Yeah, Team Four Star makes some really quality content. It makes me want to watch the, uh, like, DBZ Abridged. I, I fucking love that series. Like, I, I watch it quite a even lot. Even if you don't <laughs> watch it three like times. Shonen's or even uh, DBZ, like, you might very well hate it. You could watch the Team Four Star uh, version of it, and you will fucking love it, because it's nothing more than just a comedy, and you will shit your pants laughing so hard. Yeah, they do some quality work on um, their Abridged series, Team Four Star. Neko and all them fellas. Takea. I don't remember everyone Lanipator, else's name. Uh, Masako X. Let's see, who else? I'm not going to go ahead and name every single one, but yeah. Yes, Team Four Star. Check out their Abridged series. Please. It's great. If you love the original series, you'll love their Abridged because it's even better. Even if you don't love it, <laughs> check it out anyways because you'll love it. Yeah, it's just, it's brilliant. It's what it is. It's brilliant comedy. You're going to need an IQ of at least 200 to Let's figure any not. of it out, though. Let's not. <laughs> Before you start <laughs> oh god if you are a rick and morty fan you will understand oh hey fuck you i love me. rick and morty i love rick i've and got morty an too. extremely high iq god, that morty, i'm gonna move morty, on turn over the because... <laughs> morty I'm, I'm over here morty uh, I'm pickle check rick. it out morty oh, i'm a pickle not. i'm pickle rick oh god i'm gonna start crying all right move I on please too. another series that has um nostalgia written all over it is uh Roroni Kenshin at yes. least for me. Yes. This is it's one of the shows from the very beginning of when I started watching anime cuz it was on uh Toonami where I'm just like I remember everything. I remember the the freaking <laughs> the Batosai. I remember when Kenshin like his uh that it is that he always says at the end that always stuck with me cuz it was so weird that he'd always say that it is or that I am that that de Gazaru that his ending phrase catchphrases in Japanese. Um, I rewatched it five or so years ago, and I still love the series. It holds up really well. The fight scenes are fucking worth the wait. The dub is not too bad. And overall, don't watch the uh, Japanese dub. Watch the English dub. I beckon you. Wait, why the? Because oh my god, the Japanese. It's a really good dub. Really. The English dub is really good. Uh, the Japanese dub I had a problem with because of the the voice actor for uh, Kenshin. Just, like, an issue. It's just... I didn't like it as much. I'll put it that way. There's just some shows that are just better in um, English than they are in Japanese. Surprisingly not. I'm not a purist. I'm not a purist at all. I generally love Japanese dub, but for Samurai X and for all the um, proceeding and everything else forward, watch the English dub, please. <laughs> You'll have a way better experience. It's because they don't make very, like, many Japanese-esque jokes where you need to understand the culture and stuff, so that's why not that important as long as you kind of know like oh samurai japan hi desu nihongo yes okay kimochi kimochi oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh man but ronnie kinchin's really good i i i've mentioned this before but i stayed up way too late when i was on to watch it at my age just like ghost in the shell i stayed up way too late to watch ghost in the shell which is another uh just in general series that you don't see very much of, like how 
how crazy and well-developed it is as a show. There's so much going on in it. And I, I think we lack a lot of quality shows these days where it's like, it's not something that's just pure fan service. There's an actual hidden story and agenda that's happening behind the scenes. And you got to watch it unfold and solve the mysteries. Who was it, Conan? Detective it was Conan me, Dio. Oh, no. God. You should watch Umaru. It's a modern masterpiece. It is a modern masterpiece. The modern something. Modern modern masterpiece of shit. There you go. If Riker Bro was on here. You're not, you're, he actually, would, he you're would not be here wrong. with me. It's just shit that I like. Oh god. I don't I don't want it. I haven't watched anything this season. Actually, that's a lie. I dropped everything after week four because Destiny came out. <laughs> and I've been playing Destiny. <laughs> and that's been a lot more entertaining than everything this season. I mean to me. I can't blame you. This season. I can't wait for next season though. Next season is I'm hype. Overlord. Wait. Next season's gonna be shit too. Calling it now. Are you sure we're, we're in you. the same season? Because there's some pretty damn good anime this season. Alright, this isn't no, like Black anime. Clover. <laughs> this isn't fuck <laughs> Okay, off we're not talking years. about that shit. Okay, let's let's never talk about that shit. Please. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Can we like John? Please take him on. off the podcast. We're moving on. We're, everyone, shut up. Chinoda. Chinoda, I love you, buddy. All right, I'll shut up. don't take that to heart. Don't take just Alex. Yes. What is another favorite nostalgia moment from your aeons past of watching uh, anime? Because you're ancient. Well, uh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, I'd have to say that another one that sticks out for me personally is a little six-episode show called Fully Cooly. And specifically, there's one uh, distinct moment from that that always like sticks out in my mind. Not to spoil too much, but there's a when part, she pulls the guitar. Well, that. When she actually just smacks him over the head with a guitar, and he's like, oh, okay. And then he has a, literally has a dick on his head. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's when, when a robot pops out of said dick and starts fighting with another robot. I'm like, this show is really weird and strange, and I don't understand what's going on. But that was the moment where I was like, I like this. <laughs> I like this a lot. I don't know. Like, I honestly Fooly do Cooly not remember is, much is, is from really Fully Cooly, man. I don't remember very much from Fully Cooly. Like, I mean, other than only six pulling guitars. Pulling guitar. See, buddy, I thought it was actually like 24 or something because I remember watching it. I was like, it I could have sworn the episodes. Like, yeah, it feels like 24. It feels like. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Because the entire story moves along and you're just like, there's so much shit just going on. And my most memorable moment is literally just pulling a guitar out of his head or some shit. Or no, out of a TV. A yes. TV robot? Yes. <laughs> Whatever the, the fuck it the was. The robot has a TV for a head. Yeah, yeah, that's what it I was. Love that it was robot. so confusing. Kanti. I was so. Isn't uh, season two coming out sometime soon or something? Uh, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, um, Production IG bought the rights to Fooly Cooly and they're making a second and a third season, they say. Mm, we'll see. But yeah, I mean. I honestly it, just, don't remember it, very much. It's really weird. I mean, Fooly Cooly is really weird and out there and. You can't take it seriously at all. Um, there is, there's two, well, besides the, that specific scene I mentioned, there's a couple of really standout things about it. One is its soundtrack, which is all done by an independent um, or an indie group called The Pillows, and I really, really hope they bring them back for the second and third season. Um, Are they even alive still? And another thing is, <coughs> do what? Are they even alive still? Uh, I, would, I think they're still alive. I think the question is, are they still together? But um, I think they are. Um, but another thing that, that really sticks out is... The English dub to this is actually surprisingly good for as weird as the show is. Like, you can tell that the um, the English voice actors that made it were kind of left alone and they kind of made up their own stuff. They weren't they weren't <laughs> always reading off of a script. 
they were allowed to improvise, and it shows in the dub. And it worked out really well, is the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'm really looking forward to the second and third season. I, it'll probably be shit, but it'll be very nostalgic for me. You're going to have to rewatch the first season before I even, like, try to watch season two. Because, honestly, I, all I remember is, like, the guitar thing. Smoking cigarettes with that older chick. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, old, was kinda, the, the older girl groping the underage boy. Yeah. Uh, Not the pink-haired one, the other one. The one that was, like, in love with the older brother but couldn't have him or something, I think. I don't, I lessons. honestly. The older, you can't get the, with the older brother, you get with the younger one. The older brother was in America playing baseball. Yeah, that was something like that. Oh, God. So stupid. Fooly why why, stupid. why do people like Fooly Cooly? It's really stupid. I completely agree. It's just, I don't know. It's like it's like JoJo's. It's really weird, and you can't help but, like, just want to see more. Yeah, I don't understand why people like JoJo's either. Wow. Hey, no. We're not going there. <laughs> we're not going there. Start. All I can say is... Anyway, moving on. I can't. Kakuin! Show. What is another nostalgia moment for you? Okay, well, I'm gonna cheat and not do an anime and instead wow. do. <laughs> instead do a manga, uh, specifically a Kamega Kill, which I always talk about because it's fun. I like it. Um, Especially that final chapter, right? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was like one of the first manga I read, and it was my favorite manga for the longest time which i kind of regret and i'm ashamed of but kind of not because it was kind of good don't hate me (laughs) um and the scene that i uh remember very vividly is near the beginning of the manga when uh tatsumi who's the main character is entering into night raid which is like I don't know, the assassin group. And they're like briefing him on all of the like goings on of the empire. And they're like, by the way, uh, the baddest bitch in the empire is S-Death. And right now she is doing a foreign expedition against this really um, decorated general of the north. And like the general is super strong and he's got all these crazy weapons and he like looks amazing and he's got this huge army and they're facing off and it's going to be a huge war so we're going to take this opportunity while she's away to uh murder some people and Tatsumi's like okay and then literally like two pages later we see S death taking the uh formally described decorated general that looks amazing uh taking him by the collar uh putting him down as a sex slave and just like stomping his face with her high heels and like yeah as death is like yeah i like crushed their army in like seconds uh no big (laughs) deal i'm coming back to the capital and i'm like best fucking intro for a character ever i was like in love with as death day one and uh yeah she was like my favorite character for a very long time as well um, those are really good memories with that, and as death is in general, uh, badass bitch, and I love her. So yeah. I also love as death, though I hate Agami got kill. <laughs> Let it be known, hated it. <laughs> Fucking. You just hated can't, the anime. You can't handle the suffering and the death. Okay. <laughs> I can't, but as death, fucking amazing. I love her. Yes. She's like the only thing good about Agami got kill. Quite honestly. I love how, like, and, um, disproportionate her abilities are to everyone else. Yeah. She's, like, <laughs> she's, like, she's like, just leagues above everyone. It's I just know. fine. 
I love her. Anyone else actually read the manga other than Sho? Probably not. No? No, I've Probably. never I've never seen a Kamega Kill. I've never read a Kamega Kill. Same. I didn't like the anime. I don't think a lot of people like the ending of the anime, right? I know that it was like, incredibly hyped I mean, the season it came out. They only yeah, they didn't yeah, they didn't like it because it was quote unquote anime original, but not really. I mean, yeah, I, I guess they were right, but then the manga ends similarly to the anime anyway, so, so go fuck yourself, was guys. Was actually original? <laughs> I know. Uh, I can't tell if that's actually the anime studio sending a middle finger or the mangaka sending a middle finger. The answer to that is I, yes. I feel like I feel like the ending of the manga and the anime were going to end. The, the manga was going to end like that anyway. No, right? no, it I was feel like, not. I feel like it, sh- it was going to end like that <laughs> no, because the mangaka gave up halfway through. No, he did you know, not. No, he did not. It was so good all the way through. Fuck you. No. <laughs> I dropped it right when he decided to just. Dude, just like, fuck I know right why off. he dropped it. And fucking, that was an amazing scene. It was so well done. Just because. You didn't like what turned, what happened in the end. Like the scene was still really well uh, paneled and everything, and paced. It was beautiful. It was amazing. I loved it. I, loved I just it. want everyone to die and Ezef to kill everyone. That's all I want. Okay. That that is also what I wanted and what I was not given. So. Yeah. So, this is why you shouldn't read the manga because that doesn't happen. I Can I get sadly enough? Uh, oh my. <laughs> oh boy. Who doesn't though? Let's be real. Wait, I yeah. am. I I would. I plead the fifth. Moving yeah, on. <laughs> moving, moving on. Them Chinoda. And gags too, don't you? Chinoda. No, shut up. Chinoda. Right. Down, boy. Down. What is your nostalgia moment, Chinoda? All right, we're we're, we're taking it back a little bit. Not that long. Not right. old like fucking Alex and John Ovidia who discovered shit before Mal existed, which is bullshit because Mal's always existed. Don't know what they're on about. <laughs> who says who? It says who? Fuck right <laughs> off. <laughs> the fucking, the Ten Commandments of Mal existed before your time. It has always existed alongside you. Thou shalt not watch anime not in top 10 Mao list. Oh, Thou shalt myself. only up to- <laughs> I think he's dead now. I think you've actually killed him. With the 10 commandments of Mao. <laughs> Is that actually a thing or did you just make that up? What, the 10 commandments of Mao? Yes. I, really <laughs> I would have believed that. I could have believed that. I could believe that's I a mean, thing. I, I just feel like Mao... Uh, where it's at right now is that it has a fervent like fucking cult following of like oh well it's mal top 10 and must be fucking good guys oh well the mal score is pretty low it's probably not that great of a series like no fuck off how dare you that's why i would believe that people would follow the 10 commandments (laughs) of mal (laughs) you know i'm just saying i i know a couple people that don't watch anything that on mal if it has a lower than a seven score they would never even begin to think or fathom watching a show and i'm like you know there are some shows that will be poorly rated but it's fucking great so fuck right off it's very true it's actually a thing except gintama i think everyone on mal is correct in thinking that gintama is always in top 10 (laughs) every all 10 fucking seasons of it all 10 seasons of it always forever that's that's something they're doing right anyway chinoda what is what is your anime we're going to naruto 
to the Garland okay. fight. Do you mean Boruto's dad? Yes, Boruto's dad. The OG anime. The anime. Boruto's dad. The OG. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a very memorable fight. That is when I transitioned from the anime to the manga. Yeah. Exactly. Damn. I remember, like, <laughs> up until that point, it, it was entertaining. And it was fun. It had its uh, cool moments. But that was when shit hit the fan hard. And I fucking loved it. I was like, oh, okay, they, they really went above and beyond on this. And I remember everyone I talked to, and it was the only thing being talked about when uh, everyone first saw it. For like a good week and a half, if not longer. Because my god, that fight was something else. And I feel like that, of all things, really kicked off a new generation of uh, fans. Like just off of that sole moment alone, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I would, I would actually agree with that, yeah. I think that's where you got a lot of new fans in. Of course, I think a lot of people were already there anyway. I say that the appeal of Naruto, just like every other shonen, is that the battle scenes in them were really good. Like, yeah. when, when Naruto first uses Shadow Clone Jutsu, that was super memorable to me because of the uh, because of Ichiraku Sensei and everything. But I was just like, holy shit, like, the, the fucking music, Saya, Saya, huh, Saya, and then it's like, and then he just starts whipping the shit out of the dude. And you're just like, oh my god, rude, whoa, shit. He's going ham. It's great, right? The great really music great. Yeah. with the great fight scenes. It really made Naruto Naruto. And yeah. then comes the story after because the story's not that important. It's about the fight scenes. Come on, let's be honest here. It's all about them. I, I am an action junkie and I love action scenes. And Naruto is definitely something that whenever I think about good fight scenes, it's always... Naruto, Bleach, surprisingly. I love Bleach. Their fight scenes in there were great until uh, Kubo decided to just axe everything at the end. But in the beginning, it was cool. It's more dramatic than Naruto was. Definitely a lot less comedy in Bleach. A lot less, but there was a fair amount of it there. I don't know. The beginning of Bleach wasn't that bad, but then, like, it just gets... It got progressively worse, and then it should have ended, and then it got even worse somehow. Like... I was just like, fuck this, I'm done. I'm done. Bye, Bleach. They kind of took You're it done. to how long can we keep this going? Oh, yeah, it was just a fucking cash cow. That's why, you know, like, when you think back in mid-2000s when I was all about anime, like, you know, the, the top three, right? The big three of Shonen yeah. Jump. Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. And Bleach ended, Naruto ended, One Piece is still going. Strong. But the only thing I enjoyed was Naruto, like, at the end. I loved every second of Naruto. I loved... Like, the pain fight. That was so yeah. fucking, like, great. Oh, my God. When he finally confronts pain, and then you learn the backstory of pain. And it's just everything they do in the show, in the series, for Naruto is great. It all connects together at the end. And sure, you can point out a shit ton of plot holes and stuff, but I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> it's we an anime all know for they exist. We know what it's about. The main story never died out to me. You know, the will of fire that Naruto has and the love for everyone he has. And when <laughs> his dream of becoming Hokage... Nothing has changed, and now he never gave up on friendships and stuff like that. You know, bonds. Wasn't that the first Naruto movie, Naruto Bonds? No. Uh, no, the first Naruto no, no. movie was for the, uh, the Shippuden. The Shippuden movie. Oh. Right? That was the first Shippuden movie, yes. Yeah, the, the first Shippuden. Like, when, when Naruto does the time skip and goes over to Shippuden, I loved it even more. Because the fight scenes, like, they scaled upward. <laughs> really cool. And then everyone develops new skills and abilities, and everyone's important. Until they're not important, actually. <laughs> And then Looking some people just get unceremoniously killed for no fucking reason. <laughs> Fuck you, we're not, Kishimoto. We're not going to that salt, cast. 
We're talking about Naruto, man. Naruto. <laughs> just like uh, and then like antics of Naruto too, like uh, the the whole Kakashi doing the fingers up the butt thing. Like I remember Classic. that was such fucking a fucking Classic. that was a fad. Like I remember in being in school, like in middle school, and people doing that to to everyone else. Like we'd go up to them, and just like fingers to like what was it thousand years of paradise. Remember what? Uh, how concerned? Thousand years of pain. Um, like the older adults got like concerned about how it was sexual harassment or some shit. And like we're just kids even, being they stupid. They didn't even realize what the hell it was all about. I, I mean, here's uh, the thing. I tried to I do only... that to a teacher once. <laughs> I only. Don't don't. Fair, fair bit of free, if some uh, nickels worth of free advice, kids. Don't try to stick a finger up your teacher's butt. <laughs> Even if they ask you real nicely, don't do it. Yeah. Or give you candy. If they ask you real nicely, tell an adult. Another adult, not that Another, same adult. Not this adult. <laughs> the adult. same adult, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only did the thousand years of pain to my friends that I also knew watched Naruto. Because that's how we rolled, okay? This teacher did not watch Naruto. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> Why would you do that to a stranger? <laughs> it wasn't a stranger. It was a teacher I saw all the time. I mean, still, that's not... Okay, well, you learned about... How old were you when you... I was in middle school. Oh, dear lord. Okay. Oh, no. It was a very odd time in my life. To be fair, yeah, no. yeah, it is for everyone. Even then. That's another <laughs> level of cringe right there. Listen, I'm not proud of this. I'm just saying I have done it so... You don't have to. Thank God, because um, I definitely don't want to, like, at all. Holy shit. I don't Like, even as a sixth grader, you would understand that you don't stick your fingers up someone else's ass, right? Doesn't that seem obvious? You would think so. Listen, I'm not saying I was an intelligent middle school child. I'm just saying that. it happened. <laughs> and I'm telling you, don't do it. You'll thank me for it later. Yeah, kids don't don't stick fingers up people's asses without their express expressively given consent. All right, and write it down question. if you have to. And even well, then, if you're it, a kid, please don't ask do for it. a contract. Just don't put fingers up butts until it's lubed up. That's yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> don't go in dry, kids. No. If you're gonna take anything away from the nostalgia cast. Don't go in dry. <laughs> yep. And also, anime fish titties. Anime fish titties. Seriously. Anime fish tickets like in, up the butt. Let's see, second grade all the way until last year, which is 2016, 25. Yeah, like almost 15 years. It took 15 years, and I still remembered it. This is, you know, this is actually a reason why porn is bad for kids, right? <laughs> for 15 years, we just keep thinking about that pair of titties that he saw that one time. Oh, oh God. Now you're giving me PTSD of early porn. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Please, after this podcast is over, why don't you share with the class? Oh, no, I don't want to look at it again. <laughs> God, no. All right. Uh, I'm out of other moments that really struck me as a kid where I was like, wow, look at that. And I still think of it to this day. Other than... Kenshin and anime fish titties. Alex, you got anything? Uh, the only other thing that I can even think of that I'm, I, it's not that old for me, but I'm probably going to remember it for the rest of my life is the toothbrush scene in Nisei Monogatari. It speaks for itself. Honestly, that's not what uh, I remember the most from the Monogatari series. Like, of I all mean, things, you would the, think I would remember that. The but... best thing is the Kaiki arc in second season, but uh, I'll leave it at that. I don't know, just the toothbrush scene didn't strike me as something unusual because it's like, I started off in rom-coms, and I, I kind of went into, like, the edgy stuff, and then I went back to action, and then back to rom-coms, and now I just watch a little bit of everything every now and then. 
So to me, it's not anything unusual. It's just like, oh yeah, this typical kiss excess stuff. Who cares? Well, when I saw it, I wasn't expecting it. I don't think anyone expected it. Until it became a meme. Yeah, it blew up into a meme. Yeah, that's really that's the only other thing that I can really think of off the top of my head that's that's definitely stuck with me. There are some other things, obviously, but there are like huge spoilers that I don't want to mention here. Yeah, we'll, we'll not get into that. Show, what about you? I will never forget the homoerotic tension tying Matt and Ron. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Good lord! What? <laughs> Especially when they uh, tumble down the snow hill uh, romantically in each other's arms, you know. No, right. that's most no. Of that show. No, we're not. Digimon, how dare you, all right? What? First of how all. How could you not? What other ship would there be? There was no ship. It was a kid-friendly show for fuck's no, sake. No, it was not. <laughs> Wait. You think kids can't love? Of course not. Yes. They're, kids. They're, They're way monsters. too young to experience. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're called Childebeasts for a reason. Whoa. Child- oh, my God. Right. Please I... move on. I wish Riker were here so he could talk about how Digimon created a new breed of furries. Whoa. Let's not go there. I will say, he's not here, but I will speak for him because he's absolutely right. Because can... we went and tested that theory on fucking Dumbledore the other day, and it's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The freaking, the whole, uh, was it, Rikamon, right? Rikamon? Yes, was, was... whatever the fuck it is. All, all the fucking Digimon From Tamers, porn, all furry right? porn. Well, obviously. Why wouldn't it be? Anyway... Uh, I'm gonna say there is a reason why Ty's and Matt's Digimon's uh, combine. It's totally not a metaphor. <laughs> totally union. Not. You're totally reading way into this. It's a metaphor. Let me tell you. All right, Chinoda. Any other memorable moments for you, kind sir? Oh yeah. Let's see. What do I go with? Shall we do Isaya? Oh man. This goes way over my head, the but first, I'm gonna yeah, guess this about, is Dorara. I, yeah, are you talking about the first time that uh, Shizuo appears in Dorada? Yep, you know it, boy. It's speaking, a pretty memorable scene. Speaking of homoerotic tension. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Let me tell you something. People no. who ship Isaiah and Shizuo can fuck right off. But it's so anyway, folks. In, the people <laughs> in the show ship it, though. So. Please stop. Everyone ships it. Anyway, folks, we have run out of time. Wait, I'm so sorry. That too. <laughs> stop i think it's time to stop guys it's time to stop i think this is a great point at which we will stop because i don't want to get into shipping wars we do we do this every fucking time i swear show let's set Goddamn sail. shipping let's wars. do it no <laughs> thanks to everyone who's dropped by to listen to this podcast if you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast you can find us on soundcloud and itunes uh, if you want to follow any of our socials or check out websites, email us. Links will be posted in the description below. I have been your host, John, and I am sick of everyone's shit. Say goodnight, everyone. I'm sick of your shit, too. Good night. <laughs>